Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. We are joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. Clunk, clunk. Who put his fancy shirt on for the power lunch that we're having at Red Lobster with our big boss, Dan, today. Uh, Rocco, I don't know if you heard, but... Well, first of all, I have a beard now. Okay. And people are talking. I just bumped into B. Arthur in the hall. And Jess Summers was like, whoa, look at that beard. And then B said to me, that looks good. Okay. What does he look like? He's got that sort of. I don't know. Th- I don't know. Donald just go Trump through Jr. recent. <laughs> yeah, hey! you're Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> he does have a beard. Ooh, yeah. Hi, baby. Hey, Donna. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you just go through. Did who daddy have... yell at you? Who has been. Cry, baby. Did you just call me daddy? Um, who's been on the most sexiest man alive stuff recently? Let's go through that. Paul Rudd. Sure, I have sort of Rudd vibes. Rocco, what do you think of it? Looking at my full You've also got sort of a Prince, you know, 1991 sort of, uh, 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 graffiti bridge vibe. Because it's, you know, it's, uh, you've def- I can't grow that cheek hair like you can. Oh, you okay. do the Abe Lincoln? I got, I got kind of the chin strap, and then it gets uh, scraggly. Yeah. You've definitely got the that cheek stub that the ladies love. Yeah, the cheek stub that the ladies love. <laughs> I wonder if, it, if I maybe get a little, I don't know, discount on my lunch today. If the right server comes up, is invigorated by what I'm putting out there, and says, hey, you know what? Endless shrimp on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Donna, sure. if you don't open yourself up to these possibilities, nothing will come to you. You're right. You're right. Uh, anyway, the power lunch is happening. We're very excited about it. Clomp, clomp. Uh, clomp, clomp. <laughs> clomp, clomp. All right. Onward. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Motley Crue are the latest to have sold their entire recorded music catalog to BMG. Uh, how much do you think they got for it? 50 bucks and a bottle of Jack. Rocco. Rude. I'm going to say I'm a crew fan, actually. they got $125 million. That seems high. That's low. Really? They got $150 million. Wow. Guys. It's every studio album from their 40-year career, from their 1981 debut to their most recent, Saints of Los Angeles. Mm. Their live LPs, compilations, um, geez, 
This is, I mean, wouldn't you sell your stuff? What are you going to do with it? Oh, my Lord. That's, in, that's why you have the rights to it so that you can sell it. In a heartbeat, I Absolutely. Would sell it. Here, have it. Heartbeat. Well, especially when you're 60 years old like them, right? I mean, what are you going to do with it? I'd do it before that. I would just say, look, if I still get to play the music, like if I could still play it at concerts, sure. This acquisition, by the way, is BMG's largest since its formation hmm. in 2008. So, yeah, this is coming from Electra Records. Man. Yeah. I saw him on the Girls, Girls, Girls tour. Oh, did you? 1987, Met Center. It was pretty good. I saw him a couple I do like times them. Since I like them a lot. I don't know if I know many Motley Crue songs. You do. Girls, girls, girls. I know mm-hmm. that. There's that. How about, um, oh, I always mix them up with Skid Row. Is this a Home Sweet Home? Yeah. Them? Yeah. This is a beautiful song. This is Motley Crue? Do you know it? Yes. You need to learn That's this Tommy Lee on, on the, the guitar. P- on the piano. Wow. Love it. I didn't know this was that. Did they do signs or is that Skid Row? That was uh, Tesla. No. Is, it, is this Vince Neil? Is that the lead singer? Yeah. Vince yeah, Neal? he's yeah. good. Good. And then he became kind of a caricature of himself when he started doing those reality shows. Yeah, he yeah. He had a moment where he could croon with the best of them and now he kind of can barely hang on. That's probably why they sold the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'd love to sell that. <laughs> I'd love to <laughs> sell that. I'd love to have a manager call you and say, "Hey, by the way, we did a transaction today." $125 million. We're going to spread it out amongst you guys. So just look, uh, you guys want me to Venmo it? I can direct a pause. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But it's going to be, you know, 25 and large to everybody. And Nikki Six, he, he, I think he was the chief songwriter of most of those songs. So he's probably going to make the lion's share of it. But yeah. who knows, you know? Unless they do what some bands do, everybody gets a credit. Right. Can, everybody gets a songwriting that credit. That gets tricky, as you might have seen with the Beatles. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> that was her DMC. Yeah, but yeah. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, Steve, uh, by the way, yeah. speaking of the Beatles, yes. are you sticking with the documentary? Or I don't know. I mean, guys, listen, I like the Beatles, but you, don't you think them. in the month of December, 2021, mm-hmm. as we usher in the holidays that I'm going to carve out eight hours for the Beatles. It's fun. I think I might drop in on it from time to time. Okay. Yeah. That's Scrub what I'll forward do. to, you know, I don't think I really need to like see it all through, but, but, but it'd be interesting. Will Smith, you were talking about, um, Oh gosh, who did you just say? Oh, run! You were doing Run DMC. Will Smith in his book that I'm listening to on Audible was talking about the early days of hip hop, and when they landed on their first tour and started uh, touring with like two live crew. Who, by the way, uh, I don't know much about them. I don't think I would like their concerts. Two really? live crew. Yeah. Too too yelly or what? Too too many naughty words. Too about many naughty words. Parts. Oh, sure. Yeah, and sure. then. Uh, crazy stuff that was happening on tour and all sorts of stuff. He's going through that portion of his career. So I'm still with this Will Smith book. I'm in the DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince stage of the book. Yeah, yeah. Late 80s. You going to tell us about it? It's really good. The the book is great. And I I mentioned, you know, Jazzy Jeff, who I just thought, I knew him as a character on on, on the Fresh Prince, the television show. Oh. He... I didn't know he was on that. Yes, he was. He would have oh. cameos as uh, the Fresh Prince Will Smith's oh. just friend. And then Uncle Phil would always throw him out of the house every time. He always got thrown out of the front door physically. Got thrown it. Out. And, uh, but it turns out Will Smith said, and I'm sure he's partial, but he said, what you don't know about Jazzy Jeff is he was regarded as the best DJ on the planet, introduced all sorts of things that DJs never knew about. 
until he started doing it. So it's kind of cool getting some of that backstory. Were you going to tell us the real reason that Will Smith did the Fresh Prince? Yeah, I did. We didn't uh, get, get to that to earlier, but he uh, he took the Fresh Prince. Story goes, this is not from the book, so he might have a different story to say. Um, but he owed $2.8 million in back taxes. Oh, yeah, that's going like, to yeah, yeah, I'll do that show. But I'm really excited to get to the point of the story where we shift out of Will's music career, where we are now, and get into his acting. I, I'm I'm excited to hear some of yeah, these behind-the-scenes yeah. stories. Why did he owe so much money in back taxes? Good question. Hmm. Pap-pap don't know. Well, now I would like to introduce you to Dave Grohl covering Barry Manilow. Okay. Lola. You familiar with the song? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's so well, It's good. not called Lola. Oh, it's uh, that's the Kinks, but yeah, Lola's involved. Yeah, yeah, her name was Lola. Sorry she was to, a show girl. Sorry to Manilow explain that to you. Yellow feathers <laughs> in her hair and her dress cut Copa down Cabana. to there. There you go. Yes, I really got there. Her name was Lola. She was a show girl. Reminding you how much you love this song. No, I like him. Okay. I like that he. So yesterday, I admitted I really don't know any Foo, Fight- Foo Fighters music, but I like Dave Grohl the person. Sure, he seems like a really good, cool mentor, human. That's yeah, great. You know, I just think the fact that he was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do Barry Manilow. Well, you know what he's doing? Do you know why this is? Is he doing a covers? Thing? He's doing a, Han- a thing called Hanukkah Sessions. He did it last year, too. So he's Jewish covering artists. all Jewish artists. I love it. Can I play you my favorite one quick? Right. Uh, yeah, we've why got don't like play it to break? When we come back, there's okay. a uh, tool. I'll come back with it. There's a tool okay. library. And yes. I need to know more about it because okay. I almost dropped $1,000 at Home Depot the other day. Yeah, don't do that. All right, we'll talk about that. Uh, and we'll come back with a little more Manilow next. This is Dave Grohl covering Lisa Loeb's Stay. No! He's wearing a floral dress. I only hear what I want to. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to watch the video. I love Screamer bands. Rocco, I had once told Donna that there was a... uh, Screamer band that we found out about. You know, like we went to Christian High School. Yes. And we found out about this group called Alabaster Box. And they did a scream version of the Christian music uh, classic, Our God is an Awesome God. Okay. But it was like, Our God is an awesome God. And uh, some of the kids really got Mm -hmm. into it. They were like, finally, I can worship to this. Alabaster box. (laughs) He reigns. Wow. That scares me a little. I'm looking up Alabaster Box on Spotify. I, they're almost impossible to find. But there are other screamer bands that do. Um, like that. Is Alabaster Box like a something in the Bible? Because there's like a C.C. Winans song called Alabaster Box. Oh, I wonder if it means something that I don't know. <laughs> Bible talk on Don and Steve. <laughs> yeah. Today's biblical word <laughs> definition is... Alabaster. <laughs> I almost called and left on a full message because I called her twice this morning and she doesn't ever answer her phone. I don't hear it because the volume's broken. <sighs> I don't. I mean, I just, can okay. you just help me buy a phone online? Thank you. 
But I was going to leave the whole message as Vin Diesel. But I was like, you know what? She'll never listen to this. What's the point? No, I would. I do listen to my messages. I know nobody else on the planet does. But I, I like do. it when people leave a good message. And I really pride myself in leaving good messages for people. I just call people and sing the national anthem. Because mm. I know they're never going to listen to it. I wonder sure. how that shows up in text. Yeah. You know how you can read the voicemail? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, okay, so I love this concept. There is a library in, is it Chicago? Chicken in a car, the car can't go. Yes, it's the Chicago Tool Library. And it's a nonprofit that gives members the chance to borrow tools instead of buying or renting them or hiring someone for jobs that they could do themselves. So if you need a circular saw, a table saw, whatever. Yeah. You go to the Chicago Tool Library and you borrow it. Oh. It's got, so most of the things are all donated, most of the tools. Yes. I mean, I know there are like, there's like A to Z rental, I believe, where you can sure. go and rent like a, a carpet cleaner, Um, you know. Yeah. Whatever random thing that you don't want to buy for $400, you can rent it. That's a great concept. I really great concept. love it. So 90% of the tools that they have have been donated. And so a lot of people own too many things. So they just give them to the tool library. I mean, this got me thinking like, what else mm. would I like to yeah. borrow yes. for free? What else should we have that we could rent? Clothes for sure, which I know you can rent. I don't want to rent. I want to borrow it for free. I do, too. Like a free public library. Yes. Listen. What, what would you put in your gosh, library? Gosh, a bunch of tools. Uh, the tool concept is really great for an yeah. idiot like me. I know I look the part. I look rugged, handsome. I got this beard, and people think I know how to use tools. I am such an idiot. So I don't want to pony up. Pony up, yeah. Like $200 for a thing that I don't know if I'm going to use again, use again or correctly in the first place. Right. So tools is really, really great. But I isn't there something very appealing about tools at a big construction uh, hardware store? You just want to buy it all. It's so funny you say that. On my winter to-do list, because it's a winter project, I have a basement nice. below my basement. Okay. And, you know, it's like a cellar, really. And I have so many tools that need to be... Uh, organized. Mm. I have so many toolboxes. I don't know what goes where, and it's just very overwhelming. You offered to give me a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tool at one point. I did. I said, do you want this circular saw? Yeah. And you said, it really worries me that you even have that to begin with, <laughs> which is totally legit. <laughs> I actually have a neighbor who came over and looked at something in my garage for me and he goes, it really worries me that you have that. And I go, you're not the first person to say that yeah. to me. I don't know. So I had a boyfriend who uh-huh. had all these tools mm-hmm. and no longer with said boyfriend. And you have the tools. And I am left with all the tools. Well, our phone lines are blowing up. Uh, let's take a call. All right. Let's we'll just... take it. Take it hot. It's good. Let's uh, go. Okay, do it. Hi go. there, Guten Tag. You're on the Donna. Oop, Hello. Nope. Are, That's your biggest fan. Ooh. Here we go. Uh, Guten Tag. You're on the Donna and Steve experience. Who's this that just called in? Guten Tag. I'm a retired librarian um, <gasps> who lives in a town near yours. Oh, how lovely. Well, yes. uh, tell us tell us more. What's on your heart this fine morning? Minneapolis has a tool library. <gasps> what? Yes. Where Say more it? stuff. Yes. It's in Northeast Minneapolis. Okay. And you can go and borrow tools all the time, and they give classes, and uh, they have a wide selection. That's really what I need is I need some classes. I need to go and learn how to use some of these things. Because yeah. my, my hope is, and I'm just going to call you Barb because you're giving me Barb vibes. I, in this upcoming year, really want to get knee-deep into a project. I want to find something. They say that there is a uh, almost a, a therapeutic meditative experience that happens when you commit to a long project that you just do a little bit of each day. And I need tools to help me do that project. Yeah, but you don't need them cluttering up your garage for the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. So right. <laughs> that is By so the way, true. It's Suzanne. Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. We love Hi. you, Suzanne. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for uh, being a retired librarian. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. And thank you for the experience every morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boy, Suzanne is talking our Thanks, language. Suzanne. Uh, hey, friends, you can check out our listener rewards for the month of December. Enter to win tickets to an advanced movie screening of Being the Ricardos. Plus, Tickets to the Holiday Boutique or Dancing with the Stars Live at Mystic. Everything up for grabs and our listener rewards can be found on the app or at mytalk1071.com. Why don't you call us like Suzanne just did? Yeah. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a quiz. We all find out the topic together next. Yeah, this one makes me sad. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, welcome back. Oh, Donna. Donna and Steve. No, this is love. We will, because it's attached to a memory. You know, and we will have a study on Christmas music and how it makes some people sad. Yeah, it's a little bit of the reason behind that. Some people get stressed out when they hear Christmas Mm -hmm, music. mm -hmm. 11.15 today, we'll discuss. Maybe you would like to join the conversation. Call now. We're getting our cue ready. No, no, not yet. Not Uh, yet. Hey, we have a caller. Let's play a game. Oh. Yeah, time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Hey, let's do this. Um, guess who's on the phone? Um, uh, Susie. 
Charles. I think that's it. Charles. Hi, Charles. It's been a minute. How you doing? We're doing great. Steve, by the way, keep the beard. That's your winter coat. Yes. <laughs> the winter <laughs> coat for my face. Hey, Charles, Charles, leave the phone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been listening to you when you started this show. Oh, well, I won't take offense. Thank no, you. but I, but I, but I. People have come, people have gone, but when you're still here, it's all good. All right, Charles, your phone is a really bad connection, but no, we won't hold it against he's you. He's just a loud talker, I think. But anyways, um, so when I was looking up my, uh, what what special holiday is it today? I saw that it was, oh, yeah. uh, it was something called Day Without Art. Oh, oh that's too bad. And so I thought, um, I'm going to quiz you on uh, famous people named Art. And only just now when I decided <laughs> I to like look it. up, I just decided to look up what Day Without Art is, and it's actually an annual event where art institutions and other organizations have programs uh, to raise awareness of AIDS oh. and remember oh, okay. those who have died oh, that's... and inspire positive action. I love it. So now I kind of feel bad for just making this about guys named Art. No, but, it's, fun. But it's, it's still fun. It's a derivative. But at least we've let the people know. Imagine life without art. It would be a bad life. Wow. And remember those who have died from AIDS. Because I think it yes. is also World AIDS Day, correct? I don't We don't know. look at that calendar. I know. Yeah, I'm the calendar oh, guy. I'm phoning it in today. Anyways, I'm going to quiz you on famous people <laughs> named Art from the world of pop culture. Okay. And we're going to ask Charles uh, on his loud phone who he thinks might know more about famous guys named Art. Charles? Hi, Donna. Me? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm going to not bet on you today. All right, Charles, uh, I got this for us, man, because we're buddies. All right, I'm going to uh, go see a man about a horse. Why don't okay. you go look up new phones for Charles? Um, <laughs> Charles, we do love you. The connection sounds like you have called us. Like This is the first underwater phone call, but we're going to do this for you. And uh, Rocco, I'm ready when you are. Okay, we'll start with this. I... I, I Imagine you're expecting a question about Art Garfunkel, and you're going to get one. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Um, In 1970, Art Garfunkel sang the song Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water. It was the big hit for Simon and Garfunkel. He sung it mostly solo. Paul kind of comes in at the end to harmonize. I want you to sing a a line from Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water, but it can't be the line, Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water, I Will Lay Me Down. Go for it. Crap, pass. <laughs> Name the Mad TV and Howard Stern alum who co starred with Norm MacDonald in Dirty Work. Pass. He starred opposite Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners. The lanky animated guy. All right, mm-hmm. hang on. Okay. Uh, like a fridge of a trouble, I will lay me down. <laughs> uh, like a bridge over troubled waters. I will lay me down. Final. Hmm. All right, Charles. We'll see if Charles can help. Charles, can, do you know any other lines from that song? I do not. Okay. How about the second one? Uh, he is a Mad TV slash Howard Stern alum who starred opposite Norm MacDonald in the movie Dirty Work. And I didn't see that movie, but I didn't know that one either. No, okay. this is that guy whose nose imploded. From smoking, uh, from snorting so much cocaine. I think that's his name right. is Artie, Artie uh, Lang, uh, Artie Lang. 
I went with that one. Yes. Eddie Lang. Queen. And then I the third with- one, did you ever watch The Honeymooners, Charles? Do you remember who starred opposite Jackie Gleason? I'll give I you a hint. His name was name, Art. Art with the fish hat. Yes. Any thoughts? No? I don't know his name. No. Okay. Well. All right. Let's bring Donna in. Donna. Come on in, Donna. Is she around? I know she was. Oh, you have to go to the bathroom, huh? I was doing the pee-pee dance in the hall. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hi. TMI, I know. Hi. All right, Donna. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Donna. me, Donna. Um, by the way, if Donna stinks this one up, our guy Charles is going to go see Being the Ricardos, starring Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem, Tuesday, December 7th at Showplace Icon West End at 7 p.m. That's yeah. a pair of passes to that. Bring a date. Okay. Donna, are you ready? I think so. Okay. How I'm many gonna, arts can there be? Well... There was one named Art Garfunkel, okay. and I'm going to ask you a question about him. Okay. He sang, in 1970, a song called Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water. It was mm-hmm. a big hit for Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. I want you to sing a line from Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water, but it can't be the line, Like a Bridge Over Troubled Water. Okay. I will lay me down. Like a bridge over <laughs> troubled water, I will lay me Okay, I pass. Name the Mad TV and Howard Stern alum who co-starred with Norm MacDonald in Dirty Work. Artie Lang? He starred opposite Jackie Gleason in The Honeymooners. Art hmm. Con... Art Linkletter. <laughs> Art Conrad. Art Conrad. Comrade. Comrade. <laughs> Art Conrad. Art Conrad. Okay. Okay, let's go over... Tight. Well, neither of you were able to uh, get a point on the bridge over troubled waters. I would have accepted when you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I'll dry them all. That was just, you know, other stuff like that. Sail on, Silver Girl. Simon and Garfunkel. I had their greatest hits album. Mm. You let me tell you, you go ahead. You play yourself some Scarborough Fair and tell me that you don't get all torn up inside. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great song. So none of us got no, that. Nobody got a point for that. You both got Artie Lang. Took you a second. You know that Artie Lang's nose has collapsed because yeah. of smoking or snorting so much cocaine? I do indeed. It's hard to look at him, actually. Oh, it's it's a destroyed nose. Yeah. So any kids out there who are right now looking at a line of cocaine, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. And then, Don, I really thought you were going to get this one. The guy who played uh, uh, Ed Norton, is that his name? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, G- Art Carney. Carney! Art Carney. Yeah. That means it's one-to-one ah. going into the tiebreaker. His, his character name was Ed Norton? Isn't it? Yeah. Is that right? Norton. Hey, Norton! I liked him. He was a real <laughs> nice worked, counterbalance. He worked, the, he worked in the sewers. Yes. So right I gotta go back and watch uh, it's this. It's fun. Oh, it's a good show, and and uh, it's very misogynistic. Well, but yeah. Alice also was a badass. So I tell you what, out. I went to watch the Jungle Book on Disney Plus, and they they put a uh, a disclaimer up before it runs and says some of the things depicted in this were not right, blah blah blah. But instead of erasing it all, we're leaving it in and hoping that you can uh, guide Learn your littles it. through conversations. Great. Well, let's they go to the tiebreaker. Peanuts. Charlie oh, Brown. Yeah. Lucy, yeah. turns out, is a raging bully. <laughs> they did it before the Beatles, too. They're like, hey, there's uh, smoking and swearing in this. Yeah. But anyways, oh. I'm going to give you a disclaimer on yeah, this um, on this uh, tiebreaker. Okay. 
Um, you know, it's from the world of indie rock. I know it's not really your uh, strong suit. Maybe Charles uh, is is uh, big on '90s indie Let's rock. Let's check in with the cyborg now. Charles, there you was still a- there? Yeah, I'm still here. There was a band. Um, Charles, are you working the drive-through? What's going on? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I'm, I'm in a tow truck. Oh, okay. Can I address you in some food news? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yummy. Okay, so this band had a lead singer named Art Alexakis. Oh, jeez. And they had this song in 1995. Tell me if you can name this band. Oh, I love this song. With your ghost. Ghost. Oh, I, I am still living with your Oh, crap. Ghost. Oh, it's so good. Hey, what did, I'm sorry, come again, Charles? Allison Shane? No, good guess. It's um, right here. Are we guessing the song or the band? Uh, band. Give us a, a hit. song. Um, it's the name of a hard alcohol. Oh, Everclear. Yay, Donna wins. Sorry, guys. But you know what? I'm still going to get I was going to say the Gin Blossoms. Oh, I love the Gin Blossoms. Charles, we're going to give you the prize anyway because we want to. Yes, it's Christmas. Christmas. That's right. There you go, Charles. Just so you guys know. All right. Thanks, Charles. We're going to drive around to the second window. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget our apple pie. Now, Rocco is so sweet, Club Club, that he was like, I think he's just a loud talker. We know Charles. Yeah. We love Charles. Longtime yep. listener. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that phone's broken. Yeah. Okay. That really sucked. Time for a tip. <laughs> Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 So, I came across... Something that might be useful. It's a gift-giving season. And if you're looking to buy a gift for the person who has everything, Mm -hmm. I am going to tell you what to buy that person. I almost want to guess what this is. I can't think of it. Someone's got everything. Did you read it? No, 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 no. Okay. Guess. Can you give me a category, please? Food. Okay. All right. You get them a... Chopper. Everybody has to chop vegetables. You get them a veggie chopper. <laughs> no. A meat subscription. Oh, that's good. No. This is coming from a new poll when people were asked what gifts you can always fall back on. The number one answer is chicken. Ch- Ch- Chocolate. Yes. It's chocolate. Oh, Good that's, chocolate. That's a stupid garbage answer. That's a great answer. Holiday gift baskets are second. Nobody's ever going to be like, what am I going to do with this? They're going to eat it. What does what does Ginny get us every year for Christmas? Toblerone. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, I haven't gotten this gift before. Maybe it's a radio. Th- well, oh, maybe do, it do is a radio Do you have a, a mailbox thing. up here? No, I don't have a mailbox. Give him a mailbox. She gets us these really amazing chocolates every well, year. There's like four or six chocolates in the box. Okay. And this is our big boss if you're just yeah. in. If it's the Russian doll, Dan Seaman's <laughs> doll is inside of her doll, and B. <laughs> Arthur's doll is inside of Dan Seaman's okay. doll. Great analogy. Okay. Anyway, other ones, other things, uh, gift cards. 
holiday baskets, clothing accessories like hats, mittens, slippers, socks. I love socks. Um, seasonal popcorn, PJs, self-care items. All right, bye. Fine. We're out of time. It's fine. Hope I'm getting chocolate this year. That'd be sweet. Literally. I like it. So funny. All right. When we come back, uh, Michael J. Fox on his secret to lasting optimism. Hear from him next. Boy, we just got a a warning from... Don't say it. (laughs) People have varied opinions on our Red Lobster Power Lunch. The morning show was from what we hear. I didn't hear this play out, but raging with jealousy because we're going out with the sea monster today. Two Red Lobster. Hannah, Millennial Hannah, has her own thoughts about Red Lobster. My parents, Jane and Kevin, who are leaving town today. Oh, hi, guys. Really think it's great that we're going to Red Lobster. Because, again, that was when I grew up. If my parents said they were going out on a date to Red Lobster, it in my head was super fancy and very expensive. And when you're... Because you know, the word lobster is in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? How do you think the server is going to do today? When she asks us if we have decided, and we all just say, clomp, clomp. <laughs> Rocco, did you see the clomp, clomp video I sent you last night? Um, no, I, I'll, I'll tell you about my uh, video attachments uh, problems later. But oh, go you ahead. have a droid, don't you? Yes, so it's oh, always man. more work than it's worth. All right, I'll show you guys. There was something miraculous that happened, a scientific breakthrough that happened yesterday. We'll do that at 11.45 today, right before we go to the lunch. In the meantime, I would like to read the latest quote from it's, Steve Patterson. This is I taken think, out of context. I think I have it right. I may have flip-flopped something. Sure. <clears throat> he said to me, I would like to find you a guy in assisted living. <laughs> Hear me out. That guy would be so low maintenance. He's got his own place. He's got his own money. So he's not coming after... Mommy Warbucks over here, diving into her Scrooge McDuck pile of coins at the end of each day. <laughs> He's got his own thing. And then you go to your place. You know what I'm saying? He goes to his place. There's no, you don't have to worry about sleepover situations. I don't have to take care of him because he's right next to the nurse's station. Correct. I like the way you think. But you're starting to, starting to think. I'm starting to get up there. Is that what you're saying? You know, Hinge, I hear, is this new dating website, which a lot of people are talking about. I don't think it's new. Is it not new? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about Michael J. Fox. Okay. We like him. Um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he's a a guy. You know, it's been 30 years since he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Wow. That makes it 1991. Wow. No, I did not realize that. I think I'm reading that right. Holy smokes. Um, So anyway, he, you know, obviously he's a guy who's gone through some stuff. And so when he talks about optimism, it comes with some life experience of having been dealt a blow. That being said, it's also worth saying he does, you know, say he's got it better than a lot of other people do in a similar situation. Here's a little bit of Michael J. Fox talking about the key to lasting, sustainable optimism. In 2018, I fell down and shattered my arm, and I I broke my humerus, and I was sitting on the floor, and I was thinking, who am I to tell people to be optimistic and to keep their chin up and carry on? Maybe that's bullshit. Maybe you just hit a wall, and you hit a wall, and you slide down the floor, and you go away. So it was really a tough time for me. And then as I came through it, 
I started to notice things I was grateful for. And I started to notice the gratitude in other people, that where they would respond to difficulty with gratitude. And, um, and so I just step back a little bit and, and, and appreciate uh, that, that, that life has been great and there's a lot more to live. It's well said. I That's mean, sweet. the point of all that is he's just saying gratitude is the key thing right. that keeps you optimistic. And a lot of people wait for something to be grateful for. Um, right. Wait, wait, let me say this correctly. They wait for something big to happen to say, I'm so grateful when there's there are reasons to be grateful among us every day. Yeah, he says, if you don't think you have anything to be grateful for, keep looking because you don't just receive optimism. You can't wait for things to be great and then be grateful for that. You've just got to behave in a way that promotes that. Yeah. Which is like that old that old marriage advice. Should I give it again? Sure. Remember the old story? Yes, please do. Of the guy who said to his counselor, I don't love my wife anymore. What should I do? And then the counselor said, you need to love your wife. And he said, no, you missed it. I don't love her anymore. What should I do? And he said, no, you need to love her, meaning you need to serve her. You need to listen to her. You need to actively care for her. And he listed all of these things that the person has to do. And he said, as you do that, as you act out love, the feeling that you're missing will soon follow because the actions of love actually generate those feelings. But if you wait to be loving and to do acts of love only when you feel lovey-dovey toward your spouse, what a tumultuous, up and down, inconsistent, you don't know what way the day is going to go because you're relying on your feelings. But our actions can generate the feelings that we're all in search of. Who's this dude? This dude, this is from the book. It's actually an excerpt from the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People oh, by okay. Stephen Covey. Oh, okay, okay. And he and you know, they're talking a lot about mental well being there. But it's that's the case in marriage. That's also the case at your work. It's the case in so many things. You want these feelings, you you want like you you put the wrong thing first. First. And you're expecting the feeling to come. And you've instead, it's like start doing the things, okay. acting the things, and the feelings that you want will start to naturally pour out of you. Come on, I have to preach this to myself all the time. You think my wife just wakes up every day and it's like, oh wow, him again? This is great. <laughs> One of her least favorite things that people say to her is, oh my gosh, you must just laugh all the time with him. And she's like, so you must not see him when he's randomly moody on a Saturday afternoon or snippy with me or I'd with like the kids. I'd like to see kids. that guy. What do you mean? I want to see you be snippy. I want to <laughs> see that guy. I want to see real Steve. No, this is real Steve. That's the smaller Steve. Oh. You know? So why do you bring small Steve home? Why don't I don't leave? bring him home. I mean, big Steve is there too. Big Steve is there. <laughs> Very big. What are we talking about? Big Steve is there too, but it's that's why we hurt the people that we love the most is because we believe that there is part of it's kind of beautiful and part of it's really sad. You believe you have this commitment to each other that I can show you my worst. I can be my sure because you're not going anywhere because we have said through thick and thin. 
we're going to stick this out. Right. And at work, if I do that, I get snippy with you. Two days later, we're in a meeting, and then they're wondering, should they continue to do the show together? And now I'm out of work. This is why we don't abuse the people at work the same way that we hurt the people at home. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm just observing. Right. When we should just be nice to the people that we love. Yes. And care about. Yeah. And that extra effort that we put in at work saying, you know what? I can't say that to that person. We should use that restraint at home, too. I don't know. Rocco, were you even listening? Yeah. Stephen Covey, the little Steve. I I took notes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too, Steve. When we come back. Ah! Mike Marcotte. Love your wife. Uh, Love your wife is a thing. Uh, A holiday light roundup. Ideas for you and the kids next.